Snuggies, throws, comforters, weighted blankets, baby blankets, and quilts. Which is your go-to? Or do you use so many at a time it doesn't matter? Do you bundle up and have your AC on? If you are living in an apartment and the heat is at a ridiculous temperature, are you still bundling up? In this Katie Time episode, let's get cozy. So grab your favorite blanket or shawl and have a listen. Let's talk about why blankets are one of the best things about being in your house. Subscribe, y'all. The button is right there. Welcome to another episode of KD Time. What's up, friends? Why are blankets the best? I mean, come on, they're the best. A good blanket is warm, but a great blanket is also breathable, soft, and stylish, and should last a very long time. You know what would be an amazing job besides sleeping? Would definitely be testing blankets and pillows. I'm telling you guys, like, to test a blanket or a pillow would be fantastic. Like, I feel like that could be an awesome job. You just wait for someone to bring you their newest blanket and and you say to them, Huh, I like the way this feels, but I don't like the way it looks. And then they change it for you because it's like, I want my blanket to be sold. So yes, I will change it. (laughs) I feel like that's a job somewhere. Like I remember seeing it in a movie, right? The movie's called This Means War and Reese Witherspoon's character, she, her job is literally to test things and test products and have focus groups. And I feel like that's a real job out there for people to just have focus groups. So I'm like, There has to be one for blankets and pillows, right? Like, people don't just make pillows and they're just like, all right, well, here you go, here's a pillow. Like, no, you have to test the pillow. You have to make sure the pillow's fluffy or you have to make sure the pillow's firm and you have to make sure the blanket isn't gonna, you know, stiffen as it goes into the wash. Things like that. Like, I feel like that's something that somebody does, right? That just makes sense. I mean, another good reason and another reason why the blankets are the best it's because along with added weight an extra blanket provides another shield to give a feeling of security security is important guys security makes you feel safe you know what i mean and if you don't feel safe under your blanket then you're not going to feel safe anywhere come on like not you're not going to feel safe like blankets make you feel safe okay it's something that we adopted as kids have, do you remember running around with your blankie or pretending that your blankie was a cape so you could pretend to be a superhero or pretending your blankie was a whip or something? Come on. I know you guys have seen Charlie Brown and we know Linus always carries around his blanket. Like, he loves his blanket. He feels safe with his blanket. He can do so much with that blanket. And you're just sitting there like, what else? What else can be done with this blanket? We don't know. <laughs> but the imagine the imagination is 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 a vast thing. Like you can definitely expand the use of a blanket. 
right? Since that was the only place to hide from those monsters in the closet. Like, I remember hiding under my blanket whenever I thought there was a monster in the closet when I was a kid or there was a monster under my bed. That's exactly what I did. I was also surrounded by a lot of my stuffed animals, so I was well protected. I was well protected. Not to mention, I also was in a room with other people. So, like, well, not other people, but, like, I slept with my siblings, you know what I mean? So I was like, okay, uh, there's other people in this room with me. I feel safe, okay? The extra warmth of a blanket, and, of course, another blanket means more warmth, right? How many blankets do you sleep with at night? How many? Two? Three? Is there a sheet? And then an, a blanket? And then a comforter? And then a duvet? And then another blanket on top? Is there? Am I, am I, does it feel like I'm in your living room? I mean, does it feel like I'm in your bedroom? Because I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> From experience, I have like two, three, four blankets on my bed. I have a bunch of throw blankets. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> I love me a blanket. I love me a good blanket. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Let me take a quick break so I can go wrap myself up because this episode is being recorded during the winter. Okay? It's cold out here in these streets. Welcome back from that quick little break. So, did you think about how many blankets you normally use? If you're like listening to this at work and you don't have any blankets and you're just like, dang, I really should have grabbed a blanket to to do whatever I'm doing. Like if you're sitting at a desk and you feel like putting on a blanket, who's going to stop you? Nobody. Because you're sitting at a desk. But if you're listening to this and you're standing up and you're working, then just think about the blankets that you're going to get to come home to. Am I right? (laughs) Am I right? Come on now. What's so important about blankets? By using a blanket, it helps us to deal with our lower nightly core body temperatures. It also increases the serotonin and melatonin levels in our brain, which helps us relax. It helps relax us. And it helps us to fall asleep, right? Are you a hot stepper? Murderer, I'm the lyrical gangsta. Murderer. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I meant to say, are you a hot sleeper? Because if you are, at some points while sleeping, you might feel too warm. Am I right? So when you start to feel too warm, you wake up a little bit and then you kind of stick your foot out to get that little bit of cold, but then the rest of you is all covered up. I've done it too. I've stuck my foot out. If I'm sleeping in a bed that's next to a wall, I usually touch the wall because the wall is so cold. So then I'm like, okay, that's good. And then I put my foot back (laughs) under the blanket. You know what I mean? Like, you just, it's all about balance. It's all about balance and regulations. It's just, that's what it is. Did you know that even if you are a hot sleeper, you should still sleep with a blanket? Yeah, you shouldn't be sleeping without a blanket at all. You should be sleeping with at least one blanket or a sheet or something. Sleep experts and scientists have said that it has been ingrained in us practically since birth yes practically since birth when you were a baby you were what swaddled you might have been swaddled you might have been wrapped up in blankets you were always wearing some kind of fuzzy piece of clothing right a footsie or whatever so you were always in comfort there wasn't a time where you 
weren't wrapped up in a blanket. And even if you might have mushed or moved that blanket off of you, you're still covered up, right? So it's been ingrained in us as from since we were babies that most of us associate blankets with comfort, relaxation, bedtime, and sleeping. Do you, like, fall asleep on the couch faster as soon as you put a blanket on? I mean, sometimes you you fall asleep on the couch because you're just tired and you're watching something and it's literally putting you to sleep. Or you just had a really long day and just kind of, like, dozing off. But... If you had a blanket on you, it's more likely for you to turn over and kind of like lay your head down onto the throw pillow and then boom, knocked out. (laughs) Just sleep. You just sleep. And you're just like, wait, how did I fall asleep on the couch? You probably were wearing a blanket. (laughs) Did you find that you fall asleep faster when you are covered compared to being uncovered? Think about it. If you're uncovered, then you're not getting the warmth that you need. And so your body's not as relaxed as it could be. But if you put on a blanket and you put your head on a pillow, why is it that you just suddenly feel super sleepy and then you fall asleep? I know there's some folks out there, so I'm not trying to like, you know, say that, oh my gosh, if you had a blanket on and if you put your head down and you're automatically going to fall asleep because that's not true. That's not the case for everybody. Some people, it takes them a while to fall asleep. You know, you might have insomnia or you might have another underlining reason as to why you're not falling asleep. But for this podcast, for this episode, because I I can go on a topic about insomnia and that stuff later, like where you're literally just up for hours and you've been up from 6 a.m., on one day and then you're all you're up until 6 p.m. the next day you like you just you haven't slept for that many hours and I've heard about people who've or like some of my some of my friends have said that they've stayed up that long or whatever but for this for this podcast as all I'm saying is that sometimes we associate blankets with comfort like you can still be comfortable like people can be comfortable with just a blanket on and then they don't fall asleep that's definitely a thing like I usually am on the couch and I have my blanket on. I'm watching TV, but I'm still up because my focus is on the TV. But if I'm super tired then and whatever's on TV is not engaging me, then yeah, I'm going to fall asleep, you know? But yeah, like it's crazy. It's interesting how if you're covered compared to when you're uncovered, sleep is different. Like you could fall asleep uncovered, but you'll fall asleep a little bit faster if you were covered. If you are like me and you need something covering you in order to fall asleep, you're in good company. Now, it's true. Like, I I can't go to sleep without something covering me. Like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's different situations. It d- definitely depends on where you are. Like, if I'm in a plane and the motions, it's like being in a car. You're, you sort of, it lulls you to sleep. But... I'm pretty sure that because I'm already like it's warm in there and you're sitting next to body heat or whatever, you will fall asleep. But you're not like completely zonked because it's okay. Riding a plane, riding a train, driving in a car, all kinds of all 
pretty much the same kind of sleep kind of travel where you you sleep in while you're traveling but you wake up because the stop you're at your stop and you have to get out and move like that's I'm like those New Yorkers who can sit on a train and sleep from whatever by the time I get on the train get a seat fall asleep I'm able to wake up at my exact stop because my body is already like okay I'm not in my bed so I'm not going to be fully comfortable I'm not going to be able to just stay and sleep on the whatever I'm whatever I'm on like the bus too like it didn't matter I knew it was like okay well I have this many stops my mind is not completely like asleep asleep and I'm one of those New Yorkers that was able to always make their stop and I didn't pass it because I was sleeping not to knock the ones that do because sometimes you just do you know you just forget your stop whatever but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that like, you can fall asleep without being covered, obviously, (laughs) but you just, you might fall asleep a little bit faster and you might be a little bit more comfortable and relaxed if you're covered. Okay. Registered nurse Terry Crail says sleeping while covered is in our brains from infancy and therefore it serves as a cue that it is time to sleep. So from infancy, if you're covered with a blanket now okay some babies are different some babies do not fall asleep right away after they're covered with a blanket some you can't just put them down you have to like you know okay okay pat the back shake juggle the baby a little bit shake 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 rock bye-bye you know you have to do all that to put them to sleep and then you lay them down all nice and soft and because they're already in that like sleep sleep state but you put the blanket on to tuck them in, right? <laughs> but yeah, like we we have it in our brains that once we're covered, it's time to go to sleep. It's true. Nowadays, for me, like I could be out here. Well, I say out here. I could be in my living room watching TV and I won't fall asleep. So if I'm just watching TV, I'll, it takes a, it takes a while. Like if I'm, if I'm already watching TV and, I'm not tired. Like I say I'm not tired because I'm like active, I'm moving, whatever's on TV is just like keeping me engaged like I've said. And then all of a sudden like I do my routine for bed, you know, I brush my teeth, I I put my hair up, I put my hair in the bonnet and everything. I change into my pajamas cuz I'm in comfy clothes when I come home. So I change into to my pajamas. I go to bed. It takes like what, 10 minutes? I'm under my covers. It's kind of cold right now, so it takes a little bit longer to get comfortable because I'm trying to, like, warm my bed up a little bit. But it, but it takes, like, maybe, what, five, ten minutes? And then, boom, I'm knocked out. And I'm like, what? I could have sworn I wasn't tired. <laughs> like, how did I get so tired, you know, just by getting in the bed? Yeah, blankets and pillows, guys. I'm telling you, blankets and pillows. Blankets and pillows can knock a girl out. <laughs> you just been knocked out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and like, whenever you wake up and you're in your bed, and it's especially on like them cold mornings, and you're just that comfortable, like you have that insulation, you're so warm under your comforter and your sheets and your blankets and all that stuff, and you're just like, Parting with you is such sweet sorrow. 
<laughs> talking to my bed. I'm just like, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. But I gotta go right now. <laughs> That's how I feel every morning. Every morning. I'm like, I don't want to leave. <sighs> it's true. It's true. I never want to leave my bed, but you got to get up. You got to do things. Okay. All right. Here's some facts. That familiar feeling of being tucked in. There's also the scientific fact that our core body temperature drops during REM, rapid eye movement. That REM stage of sleep. So the nurse says that we lose the ability to regulate temperature. So a blanket or a sheet or a duvet can help your temperature from dropping too low and disrupting your sleep. So if your temperature drops, your temperature is already dropping while you're sleeping. So the blankets help keep your temperature regulated. And sometimes um, that you can be disturbed in your sleep if you're not, if you know, if you're not comfortable. And if it drops too low, if your temperature drops too low, then you're, you're going to like, hold on, wake up. <laughs> My body's not right. You know, so that's that's some facts, right? So, friends, no matter how hot you sleep, warmth is always going to be essential. It's always going to be an essential part of getting a good night's rest. You need some warmth. Even in the summertime, you need some warmth. And I say that because, like, some folks will have the AC on and the fan on and whatever else on, and then also have a bunch of blankets on them. It's like, well, then just turn down the AC. It's like, or turn, you know, turn off the AC. It's like, no, I need the AC, I need the fan, and I need my blankets. You're just like, well, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. It's like, it makes sense to me, you know? I'm like, yeah, I get that. You have all these things on, and you're extra comforted. You get warm under the blankets, but you feel the cold air. Because it's a balance, people. You need some of both in order to be fully comfortable in your bed. Now, if you're super duper hot, you're already a hot sleeper. It's hot outside. The AC broke. Your windows aren't are are not working. They're not opening the way that you need them to open. There's no airflow outside. It's just humid and sticky and gross. And yet, I still put a blanket. <laughs> But the blanket will only be like on a quarter part of my body. <laughs> ah, and I only say that because like, okay, think of, think of it this way, right? Think, just take, just think for a minute. If there's a, a weather anomaly, something happens with the weather and there's a storm that comes through and so it knocks out the power, right? So that's why your AC is not working. You don't have an AC on, your fan's not on, and then you're in a room that's sort of encased where, um, like, like for apartment folks, if your window is like facing another part of the building and it's not facing like the streets or anything, there's not a lot of airflow going through that, through that area and you're in your room. You can tell me, yeah, I'm, t I'm trying to tell you to keep a blanket on so you can keep your temperature regulated, but you're feeling, you're thinking, no, 
My temperature's gonna go through the roof if I put a blanket on her. Are you crazy? And I'm like, I'm, I'm just reading the facts here, people. The facts say that you sleep better with a blanket on. Who's to say that, you know, you're dealing with all that other stuff? <laughs> you never know. But for me, like, if that were to happen, it's disgusting outside. It's so hot, so humid. There's no airflow. And I'll still put on a blanket because from my youth, me personally, from my youth, I've always slept with a blanket no matter what. No matter what, I will sleep with a blanket. It might be a sheet at that point. It might just be my head on the actual bed. There's no pillow anymore because I'm like, I need something to to keep me cool so i'm trying to get to the lowest part <laughs> of my bed if i can you know so it's like and yet i still am able to fall asleep how well i stay asleep is a different story because if i wake up sweating i'm just like oh i need to go to the bathroom and wet my face or something you know what i mean so it's essential, okay? Warmth is essential to falling asleep or having a good night's rest. Our body clock is also known as circadian rhythms. And first off, how many clocks do we have, okay? There's there's the biological clocks for women wanting babies and internal clocks and all that, etc. It's like, how many clocks? How many clocks are up in here, huh? Come on now. I mean, I never really hear the ticking part, so... That's good, I guess. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Okay. There's no, there's obviously no ticking sound. <laughs> oh my gosh. I cracked myself up. Anyway, our body clock can make us sleepy and alert depending on the time of day. So it's not necessarily a thing that you get tired at the end of the day because it's the end of the day. You're actually tired because you did so much or we're awake during the alert time of the day and you get sleepy after that. Simple as that. Okay, so like if you, you know, if you were alert during the first 17, 18 hours of the day and then you are then sleepy at the end of that, like, so typically you wake up, say like if you're, you, you know, you have work or whatever. You wake up around 6, 7 o'clock. Then you're kind of like sort of stretching, getting ready. If you have kids, then you're making sure that they're up and awake and having all of the things that they need so they can get out the door on time. Then you have to get out the door on time or whatever. Or if you don't have kids, you have a dog to walk in the morning. So you have to make sure that you're up and you're able to have them all set up because dogs can't do anything for themselves, right? But it, luckily, if you have a cat, then all you really got to do is put out a bowl and they pretty much take care of themselves for the rest of the day. But if you wake up at like six, six, seven o'clock, right, then you're up until 10 p.m. Like on a good day, you're up until 10, 11 p.m. because that's just how your day has gone. And that is a long time. Seven a.m. to 11 p.m. is a lot of hours. It's way past 12 hours, so you are up for at least 18, 20 hours. It's like, you, you just are, right? And then you, and then you get sleepy after that, because this is the downtime. 
This is the sleepy time, right? From 7 to 11, you were alert. Now, you're sleepy. Just makes sense. Because there are people out there who work at night, right? So, if they're working at night, their alert time is between those hours. Whatever hours they're working at night. So, they could be working anywhere from 11 to 6 a.m. or 7 a.m., 8 a.m., whatever. They're up during that time. So, then they get tired during the day when you're when you're getting up or you have the folks that are in different time zones like I one of my closest and best friends is living five hours ahead of me so she is sleeping right now like while I'm recording it's about nine almost nine thirty p.m tonight and she's sleeping and she'll be up soon well she should be up soon actually because she's an early riser. <laughs> that girl, she'll get up at like 5 a.m. and just be up. And I'm like, girl, go back to sleep for at least an hour. I don't know. <laughs> but that's, that's not the point. The point is that you don't actually get tired at the end of the day because it's the end of the day. Isn't that crazy? Like you get tired because of how long you were alert for. If you were alert for a long time then your body naturally is just like, okay, we need to recharge. We need to rest. That's what we need to do. The more you know. The more you know. So yes, our circadian rhythms are always connected to body temperature. The lowest point our body temp is at is only a couple of hours before we wake up in the morning or whenever we wake up. And that's when a blanket comes in handy. That's when we feel our coldest, okay? So like, if you ever realize that you kind of tug your blanket a little bit closer or like make sure that you're fully emerged in your blanket, it's usually when you're closer to waking up. I know for myself, I grab my blanket a little tired, a little tighter when, when waking up. I really do. Like, I will hug it and kind of just like snuggle and get back try and get back into that mode of sleep where I'm like, all right, I can sleep for at least five more minutes, 10 more minutes, 15 more minutes. 15 minute minutes is really pushing it, but I try, okay? So what did we learn? What did we learn? That using a blanket helps us deal with our lower nightly core body temperatures. It also increases the melatonin and serotonin levels in our brain, which helps us to relax and fall asleep. Now, I know I'll use a blanket just to chill on the couch. A nice, comfy, cozy, fluffy throw blanket is perfect for watching TV and eating ice cream. I could use a Snuggie or a comforter, a quilt, a blanket sweater. It doesn't really matter. I mean, I guess I wouldn't use a sheet unless it's scorching hot outside and I'm sitting on like a leather couch and the fan and the AC are on. That's usually the only time I would use a sheet. But for the most part, I'm grabbing myself something comfortable and fluffy and, and you know, cozy. That's what I'm doing. Another good blanket is probably a weighted blanket because it helps put our autonomic nervous system into rest mode. And rest is quotes, quote rest, <laughs> reducing some of the symptoms of anxiety, such as a quickened heart rate or quickened breathing. The pressure of a weighted blanket can provide an overall sense of calm. 
So if you ever feel anxious or, you know, you, your heartbeat is racing for whatever reason, you're going to have, you feel like you're going to have a, a panic attack or, or something like that, a weighted blanket might be a good way to just kind of help calm your body back down. The more you know, guys. I didn't, when I was doing this episode, when I was researching and looking into blankets and pillows and things like that, I thought I was just going to talk about, like, the types of blankets. Like, oh yeah, you know, this blanket is really good in the summertime, and this blanket is really good in the wintertime, and this blanket's really good to sit out in the park on for a picnic, you know, like, something like that. Like, if that was a thing, like, I, I was, I thought I was going to talk about all that, but then I saw that I was like, oh, blankets are actually really important in your life. Who knew? <laughs> I thought that... Blankets were just really just like a, a nice way to be comf- com- comfortable. You know, and I thought blankets were just a nice way to be comfortable and not like super duper important. I thought they were just like important in a way like, okay, you blankets are just something you put on your bed or something you use on the couch or whatever. But no, they're actually really important. And it's interesting that dogs like to tear up their blankets because... I guess they don't really need them when their fur is basically their blanket. <laughs> ah, the things you learn. Anyway. Winter mode settling in. Which type of blanket is best for the winter? Now that I'm thinking about it. Obviously comforters, right? Comforters, duvets, and wool blankets are best suited for cold weather as they provide the best heat insulation Sitting by the fire is nice too. It really is. But who wants to smell like fire smoke afterward, right? Like sitting by the fire is nice. But then you get that weird smoky smell. And it's not the good kind. Because there are some good smoky smells. And then there's the bad smoky smells. Where it's just kind of like gross. (laughs) Like you smell like you've been been sitting in a bucket of ash. (laughs) So this winter... Really think about the blankets you have and make sure that they're going to survive this season. Especially if you're paying an electric bill and that bill is crazy. Or if you live with someone who has a set thermostat kind of situation. Think about the blankets, okay? Like if you're living with someone and they're just like, do not touch the thermostat. It needs to stay at this temperature for the rest of the winter. And you're just like, but it's so cold in here. No, it stays at that temperature. And you're just like, but can't we turn it up just a little? No, it stays at the temperature. Now that you're an adult, now that I'm an adult, I'm just kind of like, I understand why it must stay at this temperature. I really do. But it's cussing cold. (laughs) And that is why. I have so many blankets. (laughs) I'd rather pay and have four, five, six, seven blankets on top of me than have to pay a ridiculous electric bill because the delivery costs an arm and a leg, but the supply is like nickels on the dime. It's ridiculous, (laughs) y'all. Seriously. Living as an adult, living on your own, the things you learn, it's like, okay, I understand parents. I really do. I understand why you did all these things. And it's like, 
when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I'm going to be so different. I'm going to turn the heat so high because this is ridiculous. You can't keep me in a cold box. Now, look at me. I have blankets on blankets on blankets. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I mean, I do have a bunch of blankets. And that's just because I love blankets. <laughs> All right. In closing, blankets were more important and essential than I realized. And that's the truth. I mean, I knew they were important, but I didn't realize there were all of these different little nuances to having a blanket. And pillows are just as essential. They really are. Even though some folks put them in places and say they aren't meant to be used, those are just for decoration. It's like, huh? No, use the pillow as a pillow. It's a pillow. Don't even get me started on those salespeople that convinced adults back in the day that couches and pillows needed to be covered in plastic. You know who you are. For shame. For shame. There's no reason to save a couch or save some pillows. It's like, what? Why were they in plastic? Most uncomfortable seating ever. So uncomfortable. Then you're sticking to the plastic while you're trying to get up in the, in the summertime. Like, it is disgusting how that works. Like, that is unbearable. You gotta sit there with long pants on. Or whatever and it's like it's hot I got long pants and I have a long shirt I can't even your arms stick to the couch it was nuts it was nuts <laughs> it's like come on the pain the pain of sticking to those bad boys is giving me panic attacks alright it's giving me panic panic attacks I was like ah don't stick to the couch do everything you can to not stick on the couch. <laughs> All right, my hot steppers and hot sleepers, use a blanket for better sleep. It's science. It's biology. It's DiGiorno. <laughs> I really do. I really do crack myself up. Oh my gosh. Someone take the mic away. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for being fans. You are the best. Maybe I'll get some merch going on. Hmm. Who would love a Katie Time blanket? At like like if I did some merch and I put my logo on a blanket, how many would you get that? Like if you like like blankets as much as I do, if you like blankets, would you get a a Katie Time blanket? Let me know. Hmm. I'll think about that. In the meantime, you all should think of what's coming next in the next episode. Let's talk about Never Have I Ever. And no, I'm not talking about that adorable Netflix show. I'm going to talk about the things I've actually never done. You know the ones. Never Have I Ever Been Stung by a Bee. And so on and so forth. I'm looking forward to that. Katie Time was brought to you by KD, created with anger. Ha! Ha ha ha! Ah! If I did that, that'd be funny. <laughs> Subscribe, y'all. Check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Katie Time Podcast, Facebook.com slash Katie Time, and more. I'm on all the podcast platforms. So, whatever you're listening to this on, subscribe. Catch you on the next one. Deuces!